Oh, I don't know. Uh, how you doing? I'm, okay. I'm tired, if I'm being honest. We had house guests You're listening to Being Jim Davis. This podcast is awesomer than all podcasts before. Yeah. Fuck you, previous podcasts. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. Christopher, it's Wednesday, May 30th, 1984. I wonder if Ghostbusters is out yet. It's hard to know. Doesn't that come out in 1984? Wait, do you mean... uh, Today in 2022 or on the podcast date? I mean, in 1984. That's a more reasonable question. because if, As you know, is the year that Ghostbusters Yeah, came if you out. were asking about today, I would have said, yes, it's been out for several decades. You know. We are uh, reading the 2173rd Ever Garfield. Sure. And in today's strip... No use crying over spilled coffee. Mm. Jonathan, the release date of the motion picture Ghostbusters was June 8th, 1984. June 8th, 1984. It's coming up. Came out a tight 105 minutes runtime. It's it's, it's coming out next week. Do you you want to go? Uh, Yeah, I go. I'll go. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Come on, everybody loves well, Ghostbusters. I th- you know what? I, I think we should go down to the Bijou, get in line now, make sure we get tickets to the premiere. Yeah, camp out. It's going to be at the Bijou. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, N- Nintendo is not out yet, so there's nothing else to do. No. Um, all right, so uh, all right, John and Garfield are in standard countertop position. Sure. Um, Garfield's sort of up on his haunches. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of examining uh, a spilled coffee cup, I would say. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying John, agreeing with you right now. John is sort of rubbing his chin with his index finger. and he You says, got that right. Oh, shucks. Uh-huh. I just spilled the only cup of coffee we have in the house. Yep. Sure. And they're both looking down at the spilled coffee. They mug. sure are. Panel two, they look up at each <laughs> they other. Do. Ex- their expressions nearly unchanged. Yeah. yeah. In panel three, both John and Garfield are fervently, <laughs> enthusiastically, mm-hmm. uh, almost like religiously, uh, like licking the, the spilled coffee with their tongues. Very correct. Their identical tongues. Very correct. I yeah, wow. And the the mug is gone. I would. Yep, you're right about that. I would. The only thing I would take issue with that you've said fervently licking. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Religiously, mm, I would have said almost sensually. I, I, I'd say with with a religious near religious fervor. Mm. Yeah, sure. Almost, I mean, it's filthy what they're doing. 
if I'm being yeah. honest, I it it's erotic. But oh, not yeah. in William a William Atherton way. is in Ghostbusters. I forgot about yeah. that. Their tongues are I love me some William Atherton, sure. Chris. We all do. What their tongue Did you know he was in Biodome with Polly Shore? I did not know that. I did not I recently saw the film Biodome with Polly Shore for the first time. Okay. I had some things to say about the Garfield, but fuck that. Let's hear about the Polly Shore <laughs> vehicle. Biodome from 1996. It's called Biodome with Polly Shore. Okay. Okay. Uh, William Atherton is in it. It's like barely a movie. Well, I'm not sure I agree with that. It has a great <laughs> tagline, your dome away from home. <laughs> it, it's so trading good. on the fact that the words dome and home almost rhyme. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. Wait, what do you mean almost? Dome does not rhyme with home. Different different vowel sounds. Dome. Home. You'd have to say your dome away from home or your dome away from home. home and I enjoy dome. saying both of those things. So actually I'm fine with that. Dome fine with that your dome away from home yeah no they rhyme they don't that's, that's a rhyme that's what a rhyme, rhyme. Is. They, they they rhyme it's a slant rhyme what's the all right give me the ipa for both words i refuse okay. um look we're not here i guess we're at an impasse we're not here to discuss the international phonetic alphabet we're here to discuss the poly shore vehicle biodome from 1996. Now, Jonathan, my my first question <laughs> to you is, how do you feel about the fact that they spell the word biodome, B-I-O hyphen capital D-O-M-E, rather than I, I think B-I-O-D-O-M-E? Well, it's to in, indicate that it's, uh, you know, it's like a new word. You know, mm, so neologism. It's not by bi a, a, a biodome is not like a it's not a common uh, accepted thing. Well, it wasn't in 1996 prior to the Poly Shore vehicle biodome. Yeah, I mean, if if biodomes were like super popular now, if they'd caught sure, on, no, now that they've entered the you know, the common, you, yeah, they might drop the hyphen. It's part of the zeitgeist now because everybody remembers Polly Shore and his famous role as Bud. Squirrel Macintosh. <laughs> His nickname is Squirrel. It's true. That's I mean, Squirrel's probably going to end up in a biodome. It makes a lot of sense when you think about it, Jonathan. Squirrels are animals. Yeah. So they belong in a biodome because bio means life. It's a life right. dome. Because they're alive. It's, like a, it's basically yeah. a modern cornucopia. Is this is that so? Jonathan, here's my question about the movie, the Polly okay. Shore vehicle, Biodome. Biodome with Polly Shore. Do yes. you think, why do you, th do you think, like this is clearly a reference <laughs> to the biosphere, which was a famous scientific and weird boondoggle of the day. I don't think so. Maybe. It's definitely Maybe it a is. reference to Okay. The the biosphere. There, uh, okay, one thing that I will sure. say about the movie Biodome with Polly Shore, mm -hmm. there is no dome in the movie. Is there no dome? 
There's no titular dome. I mean, there's a place that they call the biodome. But it doesn't include a dome? It does not include this a dome. This is very no disappointing. I had forgotten that you have watched this movie. You watched this movie, correct? I did, I so did. So you already yeah. knew that Polly Shore's, the protagonist, was nicknamed Squirrel. I did. And you didn't lead Actually, with I thought that. It was his it's amazing name. to me that you didn't lead with that information. I just thought ever. I thought it was common knowledge. Mm. Look in the biodome. Um, Polly Shore, aka Bud Squirrel McIntosh, and his friend Doyle Stubbs Johnson, played by Stephen Baldwin, they're stuck in this biodome, which is a form of closed ecological system, in which five scientists are hermetically sealed for a year. That's clearly the biosphere. The scientists are hermetically sealed in the biosphere. This is a send-up of the famous biosphere. I don't know why I'm making such a... (laughs) It's obviously a reference to the biosphere. Why do you think they didn't just say biosphere? Did you know that? Did someone own the... Like, did the biosphere people copyright the term biosphere? I don't know. I've never heard of the biosphere. Mm. You've wait. This what may do you be mean why you've I, never maybe heard I didn't of the really biosphere. understand biodome. What? Have you never heard of the biosphere? No, it was like a, a real biosphere thing. two, baby. Tell me all biosphere about it. Biosphere two, two, two bio two sphere. Do you know why they called it biosphere two? I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, John, the biosphere no. two was a hermetically sealed ecological system in which scientists were. We're supposed to spend like a year or whatever there and experiment stuff. Do you know what? I'm about to blow your mind. Look at me. Look yeah. at me through the Zoom. Okay. Do you know why they called the... it okay. Biosphere 2? No. Because, no. Jonathan, Biosphere 1 is the Earth. Think about it. Uh, I thought you were going to say Biodome 1 or biosphere one exploded. I mean, that would also be awesome. It would not be awesome because biosphere one is the earth. And if it exploded, <laughs> right, right. That would have been bad for, for all of us. Right. Uh, um. yeah, no biosphere. Look it up. Biosphere two it was a famous boondoggle. It was like a weird science thing and it didn't work and it became, I don't know, became a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Somebody yeah, see also maybe there was biosphere a cult involved. two. I don't remember. Why didn't it work? I don't remember. Uh, anyway, well, that's fun. Okay. It's fun that we've got a chance to discuss the Poly Shore vehicle biosphere biodome. Uh, it's it, it's a movie that goes right through you. Like I I I, I would have a hard time describing any anything that happened in it. Mm. Well, I mean, would it help if I reminded you that it features uh, actor William Atherton? No, that was you'll the, remember that, him. That, that was what I you started. You remember with. him from the movies Die Hard and Ghostbusters? Uh-huh. Yeah, in Ghostbusters, yep. he played the the EPA guy. The EPA in retrospect, guy, right. the fact that the villain, and Die Hard too. the villain of Ghostbusters, is the Environmental Protection Agency, that does not bode well for the 1980s, does it? Yeah. And he plays the uh, like the head of the, the head of the science team of scientists that that are living in the biodome. Mm, he's and then he he goes crazy because uh, 
because Polly Shore and William Baldwin or Stephen Baldwin are so annoying. I that guess. would do I it. It's Honestly, not clear. being locked in a hermetically sealed environment with Polly Shore for a year that would drive anyone legitimately insane. Here's a thought. Yeah. Do you okay? I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but in the movie, in the Polly Shore vehicle biodome, the protagonist, paid, played by Polly Shore, is Bud Squirrel McGonagall or whatever. I don't remember his name. His nickname is Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a fun play on the fact that Polly Shore referred to himself as the Weasel? Weasel, Squirrel, they're both rodents. Did he do that? That's... Did you not know that Polly Shore referred to himself as the weasel? I'm... No, I didn't know that. I feel like that's the most salient feature of Polly Shore. <laughs> is that he referred to... He said, like, the weasel. He'd say it like that. Yeah? The weasel. Are you sure? You... This sounds made up. I mean, everything is made up in a way, you know, culture is just stories yeah. we tell ourselves about ourselves. Culture is, is just a mountain of lies. But Polly Shore definitely, I'm, I'm shocked that you're not aware the most salient aspect of Polly Shore. The one thing, if people know about Polly Shore, the two things they know about him are, number one, he starred in the 1996 vehicle Biodome with William Atherton. Number two, he referred to himself as the weasel, buddy, the weasel. And Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst in, in Biodome? Yeah, Patty Hearst is in Biodome. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Well, the weasel. For, I, I, I think we've exhausted this Garfield. <laughs> I th- you know, I had a thing that I wanted to say about the Garfield, and now I just do yeah. not remember what it was. <laughs> No, it's about their I, tongues. This their looks, tongues are way too long. I, yeah. It's scary. They're way too big. This is like, that's the the surprise shot when you find out that a character in an entertainment is actually a scary alien, like when their tongue is super long like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that, it's that kind of tongue. And their tongues are curly. This They're acting like Polly Shore here. How so? Are they? They're, neither of them are referring to themselves as the weasel. Uh, Polly Shore, you know, I don't know. Always like, always rolling around on the floor, mm. trying to trying to lick his own back. It's true. I don't know. They're not trying to lick their. Own, okay, I'm just going to agree with that. Right. I mean, you know, I think Thank Polly Shore's mother. I think she was the proprietor of the comedy store in Los this Angeles. This is all cut out. I said thank you Mitzi and good night. Was her name? I think. That's it. Play Mitzi for me, Chris. Put the man and the cat in the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. Put the man and the cat in the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. Put the man and the cat in the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. Leave the right-hand panel to God. Put the man and the cat in the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. 
And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.